Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jim Mailbag, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin, joined in quarantine separately by Stephen Sadak, Eric Siska, and Christopher Cabin. Uh, fellas, how you doing? Doing all right. Yeah. Doing great. If, I'm drink, if, drinking beer. You're drinking beer. Yeah. I'm going to drink beer, too. By the way, if if this does become a video thing, it'll be available on YouTube.com slash We Hate Movies. And you should be subscribed anyway, man. Absolutely. You should be. Uh, so we got four letters here. We're going to read them out to y'all. Uh, Chris Cabin, you are our curator of letters as always do you uh-huh. have uh any indication of who should start first here uh usual uh steve me eric you okay quick quick question eric do you have a printer i do Whoa, wow yeah. look at this guy the, uh just uh some news here that the president kennedy has been dead for a long time but it's not me uh okay uh so i will start out with upcoming projects Hey gang, uh, I've been listening to this show for several years, and I'm a very satisfied Patreon subscriber. That's very nice That's to awesome. say. Uh, Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. We've got a ton of great content on there, including first Bueller's Day Off for this month. That's a lot of fun. A We Love Movies mm-hmm. episode. Uh, it, it, it's, the, it's a good movie to watch when you're in quarantine. It's like, look at all that stuff he's doing. Man, look <laughs> at them being outside, doing shit. That's cool. Wouldn't it be nice to run through someone's backyard and tell them that dinner is ready? <laughs> look at these people safely walking down the street. God, I wish I could be stalked by my principals. <laughs> hey, remember parades? <laughs> uh, I, They're gone. I just got done watching The Last Mailbag and the talk of celebrity encounters and work-related struggles reminded me of this story. So for a few years, I was running a small independent film site, writing and making podcasts. So good for you. Uh, During that time, and thank you for not plugging yourself. uh, During that time. I think maybe maybe it's because this thing doesn't exist anymore. Got it. Uh, But if you write in with a good letter, we could plug you. Sure. Just don't plug the dead is what I'm saying. Uh, during this time, I was back home visiting Mobile, Alabama. Uh, I had happened to run into actor Richard Tyson while downtown, who is also from Mobile. I don't know who Richard Tyson oh, is. Oh, you're about to find out. It's Chris, oh, Chris. It's Chris from Kindergarten Cop, who I just watched that knockoff Charles Bronson's first movie or the first big movie called Death Kiss, which is trying to be a sequel to the Death Wish movie. Is he playing like Paul Kersey? He goes by K. And then, uh, and then a, a uh, female character is like, oh, I guess I'll just call you Mr. K. So it's supposed to be Mr. Kersey. He doesn't use uh, any accent. And I, th- I, I think someone dubs him. Oh, and it's like, uh, such a flat American accent. Yeah. Because no. I feel like if they used a Charles Bronson impression, they'd be sued by the estate. 
Yes, that's also why you can't call him Cursey either. Yeah. Can you get sued uh, for doing an impression of someone? I, well, I certainly hope not. Uh-huh. On our Patreon exclusive episode on Back to the Future Part 2, we do get into the whole lawsuit of Crispin Glover versus Spielberg and Bob Gale and Zemeckis. Yeah. So I feel like if you got a guy who's made up to look like Charles Bronson, I mean, he does look like him, but like the mustache and the haircut. But and then doing an impression. That's like kind of stealing someone's mojo. That's right true. But it, it, it makes no sense, though. Just call him Paul. You yeah, can't call him. That's true. <laughs> that the estate of Christ will... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. One of them, one of them uh, right, apostle yeah. estates are going to get after you yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Remember the pearly gates? <laughs> uh, uh, we shouldn't talk about it right now, actually. Never mind. Uh, for anyone who doesn't automatically place it, who would automatically place it against <laughs> Eric and I just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my go-to bad guy from uh, he's the my, he's my go-to bad guy uh, from Kindergarten Cop. Um, uh, we chatted for a bit, and I ended up mentioning to him that we had done a show uh, of another film of him, 1987's Three O'clock High. I couldn't, uh, by the way, I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine plugging a podcast that I did to a celebrity. No, about not really them. Good, no. Like, hey, man, I spent some time talking about this movie you may or may not remember making called Three O'clock High. <laughs> I got his number. He definitely had a few, and he agreed to do an interview, which is whoa, <laughs> sexed my number. Uh, yeah, dude, did you sext him, man? Sext me, Crisp's phone number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he agreed to do an interview, which is definitely a big get for the site I was trying to run. Um, so a few weeks later, we did the interview. While I was excited and uh, felt he was very giving to do this for me. Well, it became pretty apparent that this guy was kind of off and was speaking very highly of situations and projects that were weird to bring up and or uh, would probably never materialize like his like just an ego stroke and a way to complain about the industry to one of the only people that would listen. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger had me fucking blacklisted, man. That's all Arnie's fault. I'd be as big as Arnie right now or bigger. Yeah, I'm kind of in the talks for Iron Man 5. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Look, I had crisp for president t-shirts made up by the hundreds ready to sell, and he fucking sued me. I had crisp for breakfast this morning. <laughs> uh, uh, I also found out later uh, that about some not-so-savory not uh, behavior, including an arrest later uh, an arrest later while in Mobile, that kind of tinted the experience of the conversation I had with him. It sounds like a bad arrest, is my guess. We mentioned it on our live episode on Kindergarten Cop in Portland, Oregon, which is available on the main feed. But he did get arrested for, I think, drunken, disorderly conduct. Yeah. Uh, but the interview brought uh, a little bit of light to the site and even led to another interview with an Italian movie producer uh, involved in a never-released film Tyson had mentioned. Uh, that interview had a similar sketchy vibe. It is about- <laughs> Snuff film? Snuff yeah. film? Yeah, I make a movie. What do you want to see? You want to see a girl? I bring a girl to your house. We cut up the kid in the movie. The craziest thing is the the interview, uh, which that was exactly verbatim, uh, was with Dino De Laurentiis. (laughs) Do you take, you sit around waiting for Kindergarten Cop 2, or do you go to Italy and make some movie? (laughs) I had a little cognac, went into the screening room, had myself a... Richard Tyson Film <laughs> Festival. This week I get punched by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> then it's <laughs> Gal. 
down goes you, down goes your whole career. Soon enough, a Charles Bronson impersonator is kicking you around. <laughs> and goes see, your career as a leading man. Chris did not fucking listen to Al Pacino, man. He did yeah. not do it. 35 uh, millimeter print of three o'clock high. <laughs> It'd probably be uh, valuable. They're out yeah, there, probably. dude. Guaranteed. Uh, similar sketchy vibe. And it was about something. Uh, uh, producer involved in a, a film Tyson had mentioned that interview had a similar sketchy vibe and was about something that still hadn't happened several years later. So my question is, with all of you working in within the film industry with different regards throughout the years, can you recall any opportunities you, you took or people you dealt with who try to get a leg up? Uh, or movie ahead uh, in this letter is just written terribly. <laughs> try to get a let up, or you need some fucking commas, dude. Um, try to get a let up, a leg up, or a move ahead in what you were doing later that made you feel gross, regretful uh, for using it as a stepping stone. Uh, thanks for all the great content, Marcus. Okay, so is Marcus using this interview with him as a stepping stone? Is yeah. what, what is the question exactly? No, I guess this question is. Have you ever like dealt with somebody that like, oh, cool, I'm getting to deal with this guy, but he's doing something unsavory, and you're like, oh, okay, this guy, I this guy's kind of gross. I thought he was asking if we've used an encounter with a celebrity to like stepping stone something we were working on. No, definitely no. not. That I way. can say, um, I well, I I had mentioned it to some people. Well, I used to work at Showtime, and I had some of them come to some shows, and I kind of mentioned to people, no one cared. <laughs> so there's there's the answer. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. The, only one, the only one that I vaguely have was I was doing something uh, as part of an internet radio show uh, years ago, and uh, we went to Comic Con, et cetera, et cetera, and it was like trying to get interviews with anybody, and we got Virgil from the WWF or the WWE, uh, who was the Million Dollar Man's like number two, and it was like, oh, cool, this guy. And like it was just like, hey man, we want to interview this thing. He's like two hundred dollars. Like wait, I, we don't really have. <laughs> And he got really mad that we would even talk to him about doing an interview without paying him. Yikes. I, guess, I mean, he was there to make money, obviously. It was a thing where it was like, you know, hey, a picture's this, and this is that. Sure. Uh, a but conversation's like, $200. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I guess at that level. I yeah. Know. I mean, yeah. I, it's, no, it's shitty. It's <laughs> shitty. I always hated inviting people to things, you know, like. Steve, back in our improv days, you know, begging people to fucking oh my God, yeah. come to shows and shit. That was always humiliating. I mean, the closest thing I can think of to what Marcus is asking us, uh, one time we did a sketch show, uh, <laughs> quotation marks there, uh, for at this nothing theater in the village um, where the woman who was running it was a character actress uh, who had appeared in the film Basket Case. And I remember us kind of being like, well, she's been in movies. We're not yeah. in movies. This could be a great opportunity. And then she was like, we get there and she's like, you know, uh, hey, guys, you got any money to help me cover the bar? I'm taking a real <laughs> bath on this show. And we were like, <laughs> nah. <"Fuck this."> nah. <laughs> uh, tonic water, $10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, uh, Chris Cabin, you got the next one? Oh, yeah, okay. So, all right. Rise of the Seat Puker. Uh-oh. All right. So, hey, guys, I love your show, especially the Mandalorian recaps. Thanks for all you do. You're very well, welcome. Uh, it's uh -huh. funny that they should mention that because we have Mandalorian recaps on patreon.com slash we hate movies. 
And I believe that show is now finally premiering in the UK. Ooh. So if you're behind, yeah, smoke mm-hmm. a vape pen and <laughs> check out our fucking recaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a puke story for you that happened at the midnight screening of The Rise of Skywalker in 4DX, Brave Soul. All the story- oh, was it on screen? Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. all the story. <laughs> all the story is, is they watched that movie and then everyone fucking collectively threw up. I will say every day that passes, my I, I sour on that film a little bit more. Every I mean, ding yeah. dong day, dude. Every, every Disney story that comes out was like, actually, guys, guys, Palpatine is a clone and he never adds. And it's like, dude, just shut they, up. The movie's over. They got to get a tourniquet on that thing. Yes. It just will not stop. And I I'm, don't care. I mentioned this on Twitter and I feel like that movie, there's never been a better case for a special edition. Like you have the precedence. Yes, we have re- you've released how many versions of the original trilogy? I don't care if it's four hours long. Give me a coherent film of what you were trying yes, to do. Absolutely, dude. Like I feel like if you go back to the drawing board with that, if you have that fucking footage shot or whatever, I mean, I'll watch it. I'll give it another try. But I'm, I'm put it on Disney you, Plus. My boyfriend and I sat down and prepared ourselves. For our first 4DX experience. I wonder if their first 4DX experience, like mine, was also their last 4DX experience. Because <laughs> what, what, did, what did you see in 4DX? I accidentally saw <laughs> uh, the most recent Mission Impossible movie that way. Which one was that? Fallout? Yeah. Yeah. The- yeah. So what? Now, what is that experience? I haven't been to 4DX. I've accidentally bought expensive tickets. I was like, "Why is this twenty six dollars?" Okay, and it's just like the Dolby Atmos. Oh, and yeah. like, I haven't been in the, I haven't been in the uh, the 4DX. So that's where like the seat spits on you or something. Also, well, like if you're at like uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters when it's raining, like you get misted. Why would I want to get wet in a movie theater? That's a great question, well, dude. Well, if, if you're on a date, it makes yeah. sense. But I, I guess. But like, it's not just that though. Like the seats move, like you're on a roller yeah. coaster, and it's I, you know I didn't know what to expect, and they have like a a preview thing where it does all the movements. There's massive like fans in the ceiling to simulate wind and shit and you know i got like my my good buddies diet coke and fucking mr popcorn <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck is going on you know, i mean you're just like flying all over the place and i'm like that's i did not sign up i mean i guess i signed up for it but i didn't know i was yeah, signing yeah. up for it you know although like seeing tom cruise and and henry cavill fight my butt could jiggle yeah, yeah i'd be okay it's <laughs> doing it on its own though yeah exactly uh, <laughs> thank you chris uh we weren't sure exactly how intense all the action was going to be with the moving seats mist and sense i forgot about that part uh it turns out the man sitting behind us didn't come prepared either <laughs> uh the film begins with some rather intense spaceship action which made the seats jostle us around a fair amount I don't know how anyone was able to consume popcorn during this without. Yeah. Hold on, Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> Dude, I was really, you have to find your moments to like take a sip of soda and shit. It sucks. And That's... you better believe you're not going to the bathroom that whole time. You know what, dude? When it's a fucking actually made experience, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- those stupid, like, uh, great adventure rides or Disney World rides. Or, Marty, we're going to feel all the smell is weird. It's you planned. Know? It's planned yeah. by the filmmaker. Like, the 40X. Like, who is running that show? Who picks when you get spit on? It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a thing. I think it's all, like, a computer program. And it's just, like, when the time code hits this, 
you know, when they, in Mission Impossible, when they were just like driving in a car, you're kind of like, so it just it just knows like just like a soundtrack basically. God, see, this is the thing: is movie the theaters are trying to get you in there through all these different things, but that doesn't sound enjoyable. It's kind of like if a massage chair was trying to attack you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds exciting. Um, about twenty minutes in, we heard an unmistakable retching sound from behind us. Oh boy! When, when you know, I t- like, somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> oh my god, he looks like that. <laughs> um, Wait, how many wayfinders? Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, puking, pu- puking, vomit. That's Sith technology. <laughs> when I turned around, I saw a huge man puking into his bucket of popcorn. Huge man. I like the details. <laughs> There's this huge fucking refrigerator of a person what? vomiting. Yeah. Is he enormous like the guy from The Hills Have Eyes or what? <laughs> Maybe he was a Wookiee. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to hold all of his hair back. Oh. Now, uh, Chewie, this is going to hurt, pal. I got to cut this out of you. <laughs> you refuse to take a bath, so I got to cut out your dirty oh, hair. hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was also getting like a C-section. <laughs> You bit my shoulder last time I tried to shampoo you, you bastard. <laughs> um, nobody had nobody had much of a reaction the first time. Nor did the man excuse himself. Well, like, come on. Well, that's, that he just vomited. It's not a big deal. I'm just going to remain seated and be fine. Oh, he's just excited. You yeah. can't I, I'm be, excited too. But you can't be breaking balls about the fact that this guy didn't excuse himself. He's Could obviously he's obviously humiliated. If I'm seeing a Star Wars movie for the first time, you could be puking on me, <laughs> and I'm I'm watching the movie. I'm not leaving. <laughs> um, another 15 minutes later, uh, we heard the same sound, only longer and wetter sounding. Excellent. <laughs> the man had thrown up again into his popcorn bucket. This is when the person next to him shot up and moved a few seats down. Dude, talk about fucking free refills, by the way. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can you feel it? Put it on the puke. <laughs> put, put the popcorn on the puke. No, I'm not going to go home. I would never. <laughs> it's Star Wars. I'm staying right here. I mean, I guess this is helping us illustrate a point that being sick people in public, no thanks. <laughs> no point. way. Stay the fuck home. You're totally right. um, What's happening? Um, sir, would you like me to puke halfway through, fill out the rest with the popcorn, and then puke on the top too? Eric, are you saying he might be the patient zero of this whole situation? It's not the Chinese virus. It's the rise of Star Wars virus. Star Wars pukers. They're out there. They're puking up the theaters. The molecules of poop. Poop and puke go everywhere. And it's going in your mouth, folks. That's exactly where it's going. J.J. Abrams made a Star Wars movie so bad that the whole country has to stay indoors. That's right. No more theatrical exhibition. It's over, <laughs> folks. No more. That's we did it. Skywalker and it sucked. We got uh, done. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the puking man got up this time and left. We were hoping for good. We were wrong. He <laughs> showed He showed back up 10 minutes later with a new popcorn bucket. No way! And, and 
completely reeking of pee. Yeah, I'm going to need a new bucket. I uh, threw up <laughs> twice on my popcorn. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to help me out. I'll pay half for. I'll pay half price. I mean, just going back for more. You're already been puking. You're not going to hold it down. Look, in my defense, there's nothing left in there. The other person he was sitting next to sharply whispered at him, you're not fucking sitting by us. To which the man replied at full volume in what I can only describe as a cartoon elephant's voice. Um... Fair enough. I'm sorry I'm sick. <laughs> oh my God. We were both praying it was only motion sickness and uh, this monster didn't puke flu germs everywhere because he absolutely had to see Star Wars opening night. Uh, I this... understand it, but at the same time, yeah. given what is happening. Yes, maybe not the best idea. Look, man, I think, uh, I think we're all learning lessons here. That's yeah. <laughs> Wash your hands. Uh, if, this, if you have to see Star Wars, okay, you could go see Star Wars. It's a big deal. <laughs> My Star youngest Wars. son, Greg, or whatever, he's excited about it. The Rise of the Skywalker is an impeachment hoax. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Uh, this all happened pretty early on in the movie, so we had to sit through the rest of it with faint puke smell wafting near us often as the smell vision for the film. Needless to say, it kind of tainted the 40X experience for me, and I probably won't be clamoring to try it again. Have any of you tried 40X yet? What would be your ideal movie to see that way? I hope to see you guys again in Chicago next year at some point. I had such a blast at the Child's Play show. Regards, Allison H. Excellent. That was a fucking fun yeah. show, man. I got to say. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Allison, by the way. Thank you for writing in and thank you for telling us about the puking. And <laughs> I will say, uh, all of our June, sh- June shows, June tour dates are still not canceled. So, as, now. Of now, as, of as of now. As of now. So, still not canceled. The venues will refund if something would ha- were to happen that we would then cancel them. So, I would say. Better to be safe than sorry in many ways. Wash your hands and buy tickets now. <laughs> yes. I will say I thought that I was at a fucking 4DX theater last, uh, it was two weeks ago now when we saw The Invisible Man, uh, which is a great movie. Great so, movie. Uh, loved it, loved it. Very good. Um, and we're, uh, we're hanging out. Um, we're at the AMC, the 13 there, uh, which is. Oh, on 3rd Avenue? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice little theater. Yeah, totally. And yeah. this guy, like it, the movie, start, the credits, uh, it's like three seats away from me. It's my wife, a buddy of ours, and then next to him is this guy. And immediately, the the the, the, the lights go down. The movie starts. It's like this quiet opening of her alone in the apartment with the boyfriend. You hear a soda can open, and you're like, <sighs> probably would have done that during the trailers, FYI. Also to bring a soda can. Absolutely. You sure it's soda? It's probably uh, beer, right? No, it was soda because it went very well with his fucking family size bag of kettle chips. Oh, kettle chips. come the on. Kind, dude. And he's just going, every, it's just like all this tension, no. rustling, 
crunch dude no there's so much fucking silence in that movie no way (laughs) there's so many reasons that are killing the theatrical experience and bad people going to the movies is chief among them. i will tell you at the end of it which was the most outrageous thing i've ever seen he did the let me tip the bag back thing (laughs) oh i'm gonna drink the dust (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm drinking chip dust. Hey, cool! I'm drinking chip dust. Oh, why did you buy Larry's new patented chip dust? Steve. At the Golden Corral, we he... got chip dust—a chip dust fountain you would never want. No. Was he? Was he like tapping the the bag? He, he, tapped, he wanted every last Dude, bit. Good to the last crumb. And a, that, a few, a few get times, your money's worth. He went to a girlfriend who I can't imagine what she was thinking. We're going. You want some? I got a lot of kettle chip here. <laughs> you want some dust, honey? <laughs> you know the best salt's on the bottom. <laughs> it was an outrage. What uh, you get a you get a uh, confirmation on that flavor of kettle chip by any chance? I think it might have been jalapeno. Which oh. is my favorite. Well, yeah, yeah, but then yeah, you got fucking burning asshole in the theater too. Maybe I don't know about that. Uh, this guy didn't care. No, he did not. This guy didn't care about fucking anybody. Uh, yeah, I think we covered the question about 40X. It fucking sucks. Ignore it forever. Mm, yeah, I have not been. And what movie would you want to see in 40X, though? If- Society. And- <laughs> uh, it's kind of related. I never did, but um, the film form, they did The Tingler, the Vincent Price movie, yeah. where you, have, you had the actual like seat yep. stuff from, I guess, the 50s. Yeah. When the initial release, I would maybe do that. that I think it's better than 40X. Yeah, that shit's like fun and campy I'm sure at least. Yeah, yeah. I, at least it has a place in history. I'd kind of like to see The Fugitive in 4DX. You know what I mean? The bus is rocking. Like, oh, you hey, know, when he goes over. When he jumps you, off that uh, fucking sewer thing, dude, you are getting a ton of splashback, guaranteed. Yeah, you get a little splash. You get, you get to smell the beer on the St. Patrick's Day scene. <laughs> smell the shaving cream at parts. That's kind of fun. You know, what's probably great is speed racer mm. oh I yeah still have not seen it. Saw it people love it use your quarantine time to get super fucked up and watch speed yeah. racer mm-hmm. right. it's visually a great thing to fucking green out to but also you get to see uh john goodman other the line ninja more like nanja after he murders a person i like it it's fucking great. yeah i don't i don't know huff some uh, paint back there and then i'll get to it I don't have a connected Jersey City, sadly, so I won't be enjoying that. Fuck, these are some hard times, everybody. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm putting that out there. There you go. (laughs) Comment below. No, don't. Oh, so who we at? Eric Siska? Eric Siska. Uh, Where are we? Another Another bad blind blind date. Hey, guys. Longtime fan. Started with episode 15, Boys and Girls. Wow. So that was forever ago. ago. I don't even remember I haven't heard doing that, that name in a long time. <laughs> Seriously, shit. Yeah. Wow. F- episode 15. So this person has been listening since 20... Probably 2010. 2011. 2011. 2011. Early, early 2011. I was listening to one of your mailbag episodes where you were recounting some of your bad movie dates. It made me remember the worst movie date I had. I was set up on a blind date, a uh, double date, by a couple I knew back in high school. Wait, a blind double date? So does that mean, like... Blind double date. Does that mean you don't know all three people that are involved? 
That yes. means you poke both your eyes out. He got a Manila envelope, and it was just like, this is where you have to be, and this will be your blind double date. Jigsaw setting up dates. <laughs> uh, the couple set us up, and we agreed to go to a movie. The four of us went to see Multiplicity starring Michael Keaton. Uh, my date was cute, and I paid for the tickets because I was a gentleman. Well done. I also offered to buy her snacks. Did she start puking in the popcorn? <laughs> oh, the <Yeah>. clerk bar. <laughs> <laughs> now we were at a small town theater that had four screens. Uh, I, I was a multiplicity in a small town. So clone of Michael Keaton in a slow small town. There was a slow clone in the small town. <laughs> Fuck Danny McDowell in the small town. <laughs> I would love, like, someone should update. Like, what's Richard Cheese doing? Come on. Update the the John Cougar Mellencamp catalog <laughs> to be relevant for new generations, such as such as was just transpired. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> this town was only 5,000 people. It's a big town for me. Mm. Uh, so the snack counter offered drinks, popcorn, and a very limited number of other various snacks. Okay. One of my pet peeves is people who take way too long to order movie snacks. Uh-oh, this and is my date decided to take her time. Dude, cool it. <laughs> Listen, babe, I am paying for these snacks, but only if they are ordered in the next 20 seconds. If Come you're on, going, already! If you're going on a date with anyone, and if you're if you're actually interested in them, they can yeah. take a half an hour to fucking pick up the snacks. Chill out, just relax a little bit. Yeah. You know, I might freak out. Yeah, I might freak, freak out after 30 minutes. That might just do it. Actually, I don't know. Out. When we read ahead here, this is pretty egregious. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. And um, <laughs> apparently, your date is trash. <laughs> She finally decided what she wanted after 15 minutes of hemming and hawing. Right. Well, I mean, this is, 15 minutes is a long time. It's, it's a, a little long little time, bit. but it also might be an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Um, playing devil's advocate tonight on the show. <laughs> Excellent. Wait, no, wrong Al Pacino. Thousand uh, pancakes. <laughs> Sorry. While staring at a compact sign above the snack counter, even the guy behind the counter looked like he was about to lose it. Yeesh. <laughs> I mean, we anyway. all see what we want to see. Well, listen, <laughs> you know, I worked at a multiplex for six years. Those people look like you're going to lose it all the time because you're yes. about to. <laughs> I, I let that go for the sake of the date. For all I know, she was just nervous as me. Anyway, I sat through. 120 long, long, boring, unfunny minutes of uh, of the movie, during which my date farted loudly at least six times without any. What are you going to the movies with fucking Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No, I don't want popcorn or baked beans. I'll just take the baked beans. <laughs> like, what snack is this? Uh, do you have a uh, broccoli and cauliflower? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna have broccoli and cauliflower. You know what'll do it, dude? Fucking jalapeno kettle chips, guaranteed. <laughs> oh, that that dude did. After the movie, I ended. I excused myself to go to the bathroom. Sorry, the- <laughs> Sorry I just can't get over it. I apologize. After the movie ended, I excused myself to go to the bathroom while the other three went outside. When I came out, the couple that had set us up had just left. So I guess it was a blind date 
but you were on yeah. a double date. Yeah, uh, I think it was like, yours was blind. It was yep. like, oh, you would. The couple was like, oh, you'd love Mary. She's great. She farts all the time. You like farters, right? <laughs> oh wait, Jeff, you're not our friend with the fart fetish. Fuck. Oh, Actually, shit. wait a second. This is bullshit, though. He's saying he got out of the bathroom and those people had just left. But they I think were, that sounds the like they were waiting out. Oh. Uh, okay. Let's let's let's, let's find out together. <laughs> What, okay, okay, that's oh, oh, I guess, I guess the couple did just leave when I came out. The couple that that had set us up just left. Okay, that's fine. I guess that's sort of like a let's see how it goes. You guys, right, we don't want right. to interrupt you guys. I we guess heard her fair. farting before. She sounds pretty around. <laughs> She's ready to go, dude. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to tell you, buddy. Uh, our friend Sally, whenever she gets horny, she farts uncontrollably. <laughs> Oh, you're doing a good job. <laughs> we decided to go to a nearby coffee shop and talk. Boy, was that a mistake. <laughs> nope, yeah, exactly. Don't put I coffee tra- on that fart. <laughs> that turned a, a fart. You put coffee on a fart, you got yourself a shit. <laughs> That's exactly right. And she, tried- and she shit five times while we were there. <laughs> you should have shit in the popcorn bucket. Uh, I, I understand if this gets taken down from YouTube or sure. iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, come, we're just talking. Like, we're, no, listen, we're just talking about farts and whatnot, man. Like, there's yeah. there's like actual Fart white cast. supremacy on this website. That's true. Uh, okay, so Cabot, are you drinking shop. mead or something? What the fuck is in that? It's You're tea. drinking oh, tea. Meat? I thought mead. Yeah. I thought he had some mead uh, there. No, no, no. It actually looks like blood. <laughs> Um, no, it doesn't. I haven't seen Chris in a while. It could be a vampire now. I don't... That's true. That's true. Yeah, he looks it. <laughs> All right. So where was I? Okay. So they were at the coffee shop, and it was a mistake. Uh, I tried to start a conversation several times, and all I got back was one-word answers. It was twenty minutes of. So what kind of things are you into? Not much. Uh, what do you want to do after you graduate? I don't know. Oh, that's that's but- fair. I mean, young people are indecisive. Finally, uh, her mom picked her up and I got the hell out of there. Okay, so where was I? Finally. Okay, I never called her back. I heard later that she had a great time on the date and I thought that was very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't see myself on a second date with someone who took forever to order, farted uncontrollably, and then even couldn't even hold one conversation. Now, my question is, what does farted uncontrollably mean? Are we talking one fart or like a, a Sadiacian level? This yeah, one, uh, oh, if we go back through the text here, uh, it, it says farted loudly at least six times. Six, nine times. <laughs> I'm sorry, but after the first fart on a date, especially, mm. you checking things out in the restroom, trying to get the rest of that gas I out agree, of there. Totally. This is a tip. For the kids also, listening. you're watching Multiplicity, man. You can go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, how many clothes? What did I miss? Who's the stupid one? What? <laughs> he didn't even get that I was doing a fart for every clone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even put it together. Which one is Andy McDowell fucking? All of them? Okay. <laughs> okay. Never called her back. Okay, so uh, I never once did a blind date again in my life. Mm. It's like bad uh, chicken. <laughs> I know, I know you have already talked about your worst movie dates, so I thought you could a- I could ask for your thoughts on buying snacks at the theater. Mm. I believe that if you don't know what you want, you should step out of the line until you do. Do you agree? 
D Mac from Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And I do agree. Step out of the line until you know what you want. Yeah. I, that's an then, every, not just movie snacks. That's everywhere. Yeah, like, every, absolutely. Do not show up to any counter being like, what do you have? Because I can't. I can't. I also, can't. A, a cousin of this uh, that I want to throw out there. If you're the kind of person that goes into like a restaurant and you're like, so what's good here? Like you're asking the server, like, so what's good here? Fuck you, yeah. man. That person doesn't fucking know what you like to eat. That person doesn't know if, if you have a shellfish allergy. You know what I mean? If you're uh, if you're like sitting down with a, with a wait staff and you ask them like the specials or what they recommend, I can understand it. But then you're also in the trap where it's like, oh, you know, you should try this, and then you immediately not order that. Yes, exactly. If you're kind of in a trap. <laughs> Hi, I have no uh, opinions or inner life at all. Uh, could you tell me what to eat, please? <laughs> <laughs> also, the other thing, though, with like a movie theater concession stand line, uh, I don't know. There's only like tops four things, right? Yeah. I mean, soda, popcorn, also, fucking back- candy, nachos. This is back when multiplicity was in theaters. So there was popcorn and milk duds and get the, that's it. Yep. Get the fuck get out the of fuck here. Out of here. <laughs> no, I think you got the free, ba- you had the bags that you could weigh at that point. Oh, bulk candy, yeah. man. That was a yeah, fucking yeah. dangerous mistress right there. Do they still do that? I don't think so. No, they don't. No. Cause it's like a germ trap probably. <laughs> Again, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. The last one. Of the evening letter, yeah. From the department of criminal dumps. I feel <laughs> I feel so honored. It's a great theme that we have on this show. Uh, hi, guys. I heard you mentioned Mailbag is choosing only the finest selection of emails. Uh, so this probably won't make the cut, but I'll go on anyway. Well, look at you now. See, You're in the final slot, dude. This is the hammer. Exactly. That's why, you know, it pays to just take a chance, man. You never know. Uh, I heard Steve's story in the Ferris Bueller episode about coming home early from school to take a dump. And his sister thought he was a burglar. Well, they were they were both homesick, was what it was. Yes. Uh, someone joked about how burglars don't stop burglaring to take a dump. My evidence proves otherwise. About two years ago, I had to leave my house semi-abandoned for about six months for family issues. Even though I still came back to check up on things once a week, word must have gotten out that the house was vacant. One night, while my neighbor was on her porch listening to a police scanner, don't ask. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> He says, don't ask. I say, what the fuck? I don't know. A semi-abandoned neighbor with the police scanner. It's all fitting together. <laughs> uh, she heard from the, uh, she heard the sound of glass breaking coming from my living room. She saw a strange Uh-oh, car. Austin 316. <laughs> By God, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> is robbing that house. <laughs> Uh, she saw a strange car uh, was in my driveway. She called nine one one and then moved her giant pickup in front of the driveway to block the robbers, because yes. no one has ever driven on a front lawn. Well, also, but that 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 fits with the police scanner mentality. Totally, dude, a real fucking hero on her hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. She probably was screaming like, "Burn the fields! The cops are coming!" <laughs> yeah burn the crops behind you as you retreat classic <laughs> warfare tech um the crooks were arrested and maybe my neighbor should have won a, a medal for heroism or something but i think she just got chewed out by the cops for getting involved uh yeah they don't like that uh no, no. any nobody wants the paul kersey running around no absolutely not. i thought somebody was being burgled so i parked my car in front of theirs 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got a stunner. Excuse, excuse me. Do you have a uh, young daughter I could flirt with? <laughs> <laughs> Who will inevitably be murdered later. Uh, Anyhow, when I came in, a lot of my stuff was staged in the living room to be taken. When I went upstairs to the bathroom, I found the toilet had been totally defiled in a way that my models have not been able to account for. Completely dominated around the bowl, on the seat, and even under the seat. Wow. Dominated. Someone like shit squat like 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 in the air to like get it on the seat. But this seems like it's a thing where they are like, uh, and I hate to be talking like this, ladies and gentlemen, but like picked it up and was throwing it. You know what I mean? Really? Did the toilet forget the safe word? (laughs) Like Uh pineapple, pineapple. (laughs) Like just writing shit on the wall with shit. What was that movie? Savages? Quill. Oh yeah. Oh no, quills! Yeah, quills both, both of them. Yeah, right. Wasn't that like retirement home mom and dad shit movie? What was that? Oh, oh, are you thinking of the Hoffman? Savages with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Laura Linney? Yes, I am. Oh right, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, the yeah, David writes some... and shit on in that. Yeah. Oh yeah. really? I forgot. Don't forget, dude. <laughs> uh, never seen anything like it. Have been to punk show bathrooms. <laughs> uh, yeah, been there. I thought maybe if they hadn't stopped to take a dump, maybe they would have gotten away. Anyhow, you're wrong. Burglars do stop to take a dump. Great show. Thanks, Pete in California. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. And you're nervous. You know what I mean? You're in the middle of a crime. You know, well, I mean, you're a pro, you're not nervous. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe it was a rookie burglar. Well, mm. no, but the language she uses, uh, it, it sounds more like it was planned. Like they were eating a lot of fiber the day before. I think it's a thing. To, I think it's a thing to add insult to injury, man. It's like, yeah. I'm going to rob this dude's house. And also I'm going to fucking smear shit all over this guy's bathroom. Really <laughs> stick it to him. That is right. dominance. That's real dominance. Uh, just speaking right. of speaking of burglaries, I just want to say a uh, nice quarantine wreck uh, from Steve Sadak. The Repair Shop on Netflix. Is anyone else watching this? No. What is that? It is. It's a British um, show wherein people bring in stuff, uh, old antiques to get repaired by this like very charming staff, and like nine out of ten people is like. This was my grandmother's before she got burgled. And like, it's like, it's like something, either stuff got ruined or stolen. There's like a rash of burglaries in the UK, but it is a very relaxing I, show. I feel like for times like this. When you say British show, I'm out. Oh, yeah. no, I'm in. I am in, baby. No, I'm, I'm pretty much in, especially if Granny Shaggers might be involved. But <laughs> I, as soon as you said what it was, though, Steve, I do recall, I think it was a thing where it was like, uh, maybe we were watching some of one of the various, uh, you know, Zen baking things. Yeah. And it was like, oh, if you like this, you'll like the repair shop. Yes, it's exactly in that vein of the Great British Bake Off where everybody's very nice. It's very sweet. And it's like, let's relax together. And here's a question, though. It would be better, right, if uh, that guy was like breaking shit accidentally all the time. <laughs> well, I tried again and I broke something else at the repair shop. If it was like the Great British Apology, <laughs> that was the show, I'd be in. I'd be uh, in. Uh, like, I, I, I fucked it up, mom. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm i sorry, ma'am. I uh, shat all over your vase. <laughs> I, I, uh, I right buggered your clock, mate. 
Sorry, I, I, I wrote Van Halen rules on your antique water chest. <laughs> Apologies. The funny, the funny thing, though, about that show is they do this thing in the last act where it's like, they better w- hurry fast before Simon comes back to f- check on his grandfather's vase. And it's like, I don't know if you come back, is that right? Like, it, uh, give us a minute. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, this guy's going to lose his shit. Dude, yeah, if, if he uh, comes back and this cuckoo clock isn't fixed, we're going to be <laughs> murdered. Exactly. Like, um, the teeth. What, why don't you go around the back, get a cup of coffee? We'll see you in 10 <laughs> minutes. I don't, I don't know. You get that, like, urgent uh, reality TV stuff, like... It's not there, but it's pretty close. Oh, man. All right. Well, so that that's going to about do it for the first quarantined mailbag. This is a promo for what we're doing. We are doing a lot of extra stuff for the quarantine, specifically a new free show called Melro 210. That's right. We're in. We're talking about these guys. You have a 90210 lunchbox. Uh, a friend of mine gave it to us as a gag gift, and we've never gotten rid of it. Uh, Is the friend you're talking about your bank account? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, exactly. No, but uh, Melrose 210 will be talking about 90210, and uh, it's a twice-weekly show where one, one on Mondays we'll be talking about Beverly Hills 90210 in order, and on, Mel- on Thursdays we'll be talking about uh, Melrose Place in order. So that's probably even out now, depending on when this thing comes out. Who knows? You never know, right. man. You never know. Uh, but so that's going to do it for this round of Quarantine Mailbag. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Tadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. <laughs> Take it easy. What is that skeleton? <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast. 